Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Roman Regret Podcast. I am Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. Today is Tuesday, April 18th, and it's uh, it's been a while, everybody. Uh, so uh, thanks for hanging with us through our tiny little hiatus. And uh, yeah, we're back. We're, we're going to be catching up on everything that we uh, have been watching. Um, uh, Nate and I have seen the D&D movie. Uh, Joe and I have seen the Mario movie, and uh, we will give little mini reviews of of those movies, uh, as well as um, uh, shows that we've been watching. We are going to stay away from The Mandalorian just yet, because the uh, finale is uh, tomorrow night, and by the time this releases... We will have that will have passed, so it would sound weird if we did a catch up for now. So we will do a full Mando retro after the finale, uh, probably on our next podcast. Um, but there's plenty to talk about out there, and uh, let's just uh, let's jump in, uh, Joe. Let's let's talk some horror. What do you got? Uh, I finally got to see Men from Alex Garland who uh, did Ex Machina and Annihilation, two of my favorite movies. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, men. Uh, The first half of this movie very accurately paints a picture of how a woman feels in a very awkward situation with men. With a lot of weird, shitty men. (laughs) So, Uh if, if you basically want ever to know how a woman feels in any given situation, watch the first half of this movie. It paints it perfectly. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The last half of this movie goes on a weird Cronenberg, like, just ride of, like, it just jukes. And it's like, okay, wow, there's, like, body horror and weird religious things going on here. And it's just, like, (laughs) uh, yeah, I gotta watch it again for sure. Okay. (laughs) Wow, it took a turn, but yeah, uh, good movie, yeah, I think so. <laughs> How many side kittens? Uh, like, oh, at least eight side kittens, okay, all right, at least, oh. okay, nice, <laughs> yeah. The last 30 minutes are a fucking trip, really, so, okay, uh, yeah, so check that out. Um, okay, I think it was on as another thankful from Mr. Soup. Streaming. Oh, nice. But, uh, nice. You can get it on Amazon. And sponsored wherever. by. <laughs> yeah, right. The Horror Corner is basically sponsored by Mr. Soup at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know if you follow him at all on your TikToks, but he changed his whole thing to, I think it's Mr. Soup's Horror Corner or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And our, oh, friend, okay. our friend Sarah threw together a quick logo, which looks like a, Campbell, a can of Campbell's Soup, but the red label is blood. And, has, nice. and it has a bearded oh guy God, with a monocle on the label. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Noise. Oh, great. Definitely got to check that out. Uh, so next is Cube. The remake, the 2021 Korean remake of The Cube. I was, oh, I did not like this movie. At, when I first heard about the they were doing it, I'm like, yeah. the movie's perfect. Don't fuck with it. Don't touch it. <laughs> Just the 97 movie is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So I watched this and I was trying to go into it with a very open mind. Uh Uh-huh. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I will say they 
they ham-fisted the story and a little the bit. finding out of how the cubes work and things like that. Yeah. And it didn't actually bring anything new except for the end a little yeah. bit. Right. I would still say just watch the 97 cube. If you want more good cube goodness after that, then watch this one. Because right. the sequels for cube, like hypercube and third quad cube, whatever they're called, they were not great at right. Like yeah. I would put the original cube, then this, then the two sequels. Yeah. So. Yeah, this, you know, I, 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 I watched it. Thank you so much for the suggestion, by the way. Um, but, but yeah, 90, <laughs> no, the, I, I agree with you there. I think the 97 one, I, I mean, even like when you, when there's a, a, what, 15, 16, 17 year gap between movies, right? I, I think there needs to be a noticeable, sort of improvement either in set design or like improving the story or something. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you totally there that like, I, I mean, the set design on 97 was just, it was so good. Yeah. It was so great. And the and, only difference I could see in this one is the cubes are bigger. Well, the cubes like are they're, bigger they're and they're, taller. But, the, <laughs> but they dumbed down the design too. Like I, you know, like the, they had this really ornate sort, not ornate, but those very cool designs in each cube. Mm -hmm. And they, they weren't, it wasn't so like, I don't want to say mathematical because that's a big part of it, but like the lighting was, yeah, like there was some like different like colors for the cubes and it was like substantial lighting and right like, vibe. And yeah. And, but they do that here, but just the design of the inner cubes were, I think was, was better. Mm -hmm. and was was well uh the traps i i thought were cool i thought were great i you know again this as a cube movie i think it was good but it, yeah no i agree yeah. with you i think I like think they had a couple traps where i was like okay that's pretty yeah. badass no that was and yeah that's that was... like different than the original and you know yeah right equally as gory and shocking as the original yeah but i and i think that this was it it felt like this was done with like a knowledge. I mean, they expected the viewer to have the knowledge of the first one already. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and that's where, and I think that's where they fell down. Like this, I don't think this could stand still on its own without having prior knowledge of the 97. Yeah. Version. Cause so. like I actually looked to see the runtime of both movies and they're like 10 minutes apart. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, cause the first one, it they took so much longer to put together, like, yeah, how the cubes work, how they figured out the trap situation. I'm trying not to spoil anything for anybody, right? Who hasn't seen it. But like, it just it <laughs> there was a little more like detail taken yeah. into that journey, and then this one, it was just like, oh nope, here's how it is, here's how it is, like. Yeah, we assume you've seen the first one. Let's right. just get on to the gore and to the ending. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, like, that's my only kind of like mm, caveat with this movie. Yeah. No, I. I, I other I than that, I surprisingly good. Yeah. Acting good. The the little changes that they made and different little like the ending and like different yeah. interactions between the characters. It's like okay, that justifies you making this movie. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, six and a half side kittens for me. I would say, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go seven okay. for two specific traps. Oh, okay. Which we could talk about this later. <laughs> okay. All right. No, that's great. Okay. Totally. Totally. Um, anything else in the horror corner? Um, uh, the new Evil Dead is out, so go see that in theaters. That's right. Um, the Pope's Exorcist with uh, oh shit, uh, what's his name? Um, Russell Crowe. Oh, that right. Is in theaters. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. Those are two on my list to go see. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's the horror corner. Now right. playing at all your grindhouse locations. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a horror adjacent streaming adjacent thing. I I'm... finished uh, Evil. I caught up on the Evil situation three yes! seasons. Yeah, what a weird, wacky kind of ending <laughs> for the I, third season. But I get it yeah. a bunch of stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> give me back my egg, you son of a bitch! I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I don't, Joe, did you watch the show? Because I have not watched it as far as you have. I think. I'm oh my probably god! Like, yeah. Oh, you're way before me. Like I'm four it's... episodes in. I think. <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't believe you yeah. haven't like steamrolled through this. <laughs> it's like stop watching the menu and watch. <laughs> right. <this. laughs> mm. No, no, no. It's Critical Role now. Yeah. So, thank oh, you for true. that, mate. Yeah. You're welcome. I, I actually, you know, I approve of that and I understand. Uh, yeah. So, wow. Uh, fucking crazy. Like, I wasn't expecting like a random hallucinatory titty, but I appreciate it. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, the, the lead actress in that could get it. She's uh, I don't yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is about her, but uh, right. I think she, she's Dutch. But, yeah. Uh, Katja, Katja Katja yeah, Katja Herb, she loves gold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but amazing show and the so range good. on all the actors is amazing. I didn't think I was gonna appreciate Asif Mambi's character as much as I do. Oh he man. That, I'm that role I I impressed. like I have a feeling that that role was probably written for him, you know? Because yeah. he he just owns it so well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, his little side stories are pretty fun too. Like, oh pardon yeah, the <laughs> pardon the pun with a side kitten side, side, story. side yeah. yeah, we'll let, let that one sit for Joseph. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's uh, great. Thank you. Uh, my girlfriend beat me to it. <laughs> she oh, went yeah? that season or the series way before I did. But <laughs> yeah, it's really good. So thanks for that, Reco. You're welcome. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, as uh, soon they so they wrapped. I I followed them on Instagram and they wrapped filming the fourth season i want to say two months ago oh gotcha okay so it's it's yeah it's it's on the way um uh maybe in the fall who knows they'll start releasing episodes maybe by halloween yeah i so i don't know what to do with my life now that i've made you watch evil (laughs) (laughs) i really Uh, don't you can start badgering me about it that's right right. yeah we can get i can get we can get joe on the uh (laughs) <laughs> on it and, and stop a... watching critical role and watch evil <laughs> pepper salt and pepper them both in you can do that a little bit of critical <laughs> role a little bit of evil so yeah evil is much more consumable than critical role is because you gotta i mean critical role you could just have in the background and not you know just let yeah. it run all day evil you kind of gotta pay attention a little bit to the visual <laughs> well i mean and you can get done what i mean you can get evil done in the time it takes to watch 
what four or five critical role episodes yeah they're, they're pretty good, especially towards <laughs> oh, the end i don't even want to tell you what number i'm on <laughs> what are you on joe 40 something no you're further than that aren't you didn't you go through the dorolo arc and all that oh yeah uh so i'm just to where they get to pyra where they're opening up the or trying to close the the, the rift right. where Thordak came through. Right, right, right. And that's where Chris Hardwick's character. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. Head to the desk, crying, laughing. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yeah, that was my quick uh, evil tangent. So. Okay. Nice. No, I again, I'm so glad that you're caught up and. Uh, uh, it'll definitely be fun to watch along season four with uh, uh, with someone as well. Yeah. So excellent, well done, sir. Well done. Um, took several years. <laughs> <right>. work. <laughs> All good. All good. I can. I think I can take the uh, uh, the fucking off of the uh, <laughs> the suggestion <laughs> sheet now. Uh, well, no, just put a comma, Joe, at the end of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Nate, you want to uh, grace us with the uh, the Marvel minute? Grace, grace us. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's been a bit. Uh... <laughs> uh, out the gate, I know I missed a bunch of stuff since we've been gone for a long time. But yeah, it's been uh, a while. Holy hell, Secret Wars looks amazing. Um, it does. I can't wait for that show to come out. It's gonna be so good, and it's gonna bring back like, it's got mad uh, Winter Soldier vibes and like very uh, cloak and dagger shit. And I'm in right. I'm, yeah, it'll be cool. Um, let's see, MC. There's a lot of stuff that happened. Uh, I guess there's a whole Jonathan Majors in flux situation. So this, the, yeah, this this is interesting, especially. Uh, uh, what in the last couple days yeah things have changed quite a bit i mean yeah apparently there's a bunch of history of him calling 911 on his girlfriend concerning about her but there's a lot of stuff i don't think we know all the facts yet so i don't really want to make any judgment calls it always yeah. the victim is my initial reaction um right and then we'll see how things sort out but it looks like he's not being replaced by marvel yet it looks well, like several so, other things that he is associated with that have already been like yanked. So, well, I, we'll I mean, they're in a tricky, they're in a sort of a tricky situation with that because Loki two is essentially in the can, right? That comes out soon, mm -hmm. yep. and he's he's like a main in that, right? Well, I'm not sure um, if he's a main or not. I know a version of Kang is a main, and I think. Right. I, honestly, I think it's a lot easier than we would uh, imagine to pull him out, considering the whole multiverse angle. Oh, but, you could totally explain it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's a lot of time and and money and all that. But I mean, if yeah. if the allegations are true, he definitely needs to get canceled or whatever the terminology is nowadays. But it's it it gets real sticky when like there's this these accusations and then they get pulled and then yeah. information coming out and then like conflicting stuff so yeah i don't it was just a, well, it, a it's a the new, hard it's the hardwick it's literally the hardwick dilemma right yeah with the, yeah it, kind of know, hardwick wasn't like on steroids juicing no for a movie either though so right 
yeah, yeah. but but again I, I, I mean essentially canceled for until this played out right you know and then right. sort Never of brought, really recovered from it no. actually right like all of his after shows and everything all that stuff was gone no he still does them he still doing yeah he's still he doing just he dead. isn't big on social media anymore mm, yeah sure. that, yeah that was but that he's was still the... doing the wall and still doing talking dead and it's just yeah. he's not like posting on twitter and instagram all the time and gotcha. right yeah rightfully so i guess okay well moving on we'll see how that uh plays out hopefully everybody's okay uh physically yeah. and mentally yeah. um uh so Pivoting to a feel-good story, uh, Disney Plus releases first-ever ASL version of Marvel Studio Movie. I thought this was really fucking cool. So Marvel officially announced a new ASL option for the deaf community to experience 2015's Ant-Man. <laughs> I don't know why they chose this movie, which went live on Disney Plus Friday, April 14th. Uh, it's really cool. So there's a viewing option. You'll have an ASL performer in the bottom right corner of the screen translating all the dialogue throughout uh, the whole movie for those who are hard of hearing or deaf. I just thought this was a really cool thing. Yeah. It, it's interesting that they chose Ant-Man. I'm not really sure why, but I would love to, to get like some excerpts of what the translator's doing for like the fart jokes and stuff, you know, how right. You have to like, uh, when you get a, an ASL translator for like, uh, for the when they're performing live in concert and WAP comes on, like they actually have to perform all that shit. <laughs> so right. It'd be funny to see how that goes out. But I just thought this was a great story and it's about time and it's very cool and hopefully that becomes more uh prevalent. So I would just I would just like to see the Michael uh Pena sequences mm -hmm. all done. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely have to catch up and do that very quickly. Um yeah. <laughs> Let's see. New data reveals Marvel's most successful movie of 2022. So, to zoom in. Enhance. Enhance. Zoom. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, officially, Doctor Strange 2 made the most money for Marvel in 2022. The most profit. Actually, let's see. Box office profit and revenue. Wow. Okay, so I actually have a chart that's breaking all this stuff down. So they almost hit a billion dollars for Doctor Strange too. Which is oh wow, that's that a, is yeah, worth so, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nine hundred and no, I'm serious. <laughs> um, yeah, good flick. Black Panther two, eight hundred and fifty-five million, uh, and it, they ended up profiting uh, two hundred and fifty-nine million, and then Thor four, box office was seven hundred and eighty million. Uh, but that thing was more expensive than both of those other movies. Mm. So it only made $103 million in profit, like pure profit. Right. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. Dr. Strange wow. two electric boogaloo took 2022. <laughs> uh, and that meant a kind of rhyme, but not really. Um, right. Yeah. So another kind of horror adjacent thing, uh, Marvel studios, blade reboot cast breakout horror star, even though we're not a huge fan of Mia goth anymore. Cause it's like the same thing over and over. Uh, she's going to be in the new Blade movie um, with uh, Mahershala Ali and others. Uh, there were some interesting thoughts about who she could play, potentially like Dracula's daughter Lilith in the DCU. Um, there's also the Mother of Demons take on Lilith from the Black Suns video game that just came out a little while ago. Oh, just, yeah. It came out a while ago, so uh, could be a cool recurring big bad situation if they want to merge things. But um, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like the fact that it's a big get for Marvel as far as the horror fans go and, and that kind of thing. So I think it'll yeah. be cool. 
Um, that movie is actually supposed to start shooting on May 30th. So uh, oh, okay. maybe we'll actually get something going. Yay. <laughs> uh, happy pre-birthday. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, so Avengers Infinity War has a 45-minute Thanos sequence that was removed. Uh, it's basically how he got the Power Stone from Xandar. Oh, you know, he starts okay. the movie with it, right? Where he's tearing apart Thor's ship. Oh, right. And, so there's this whole 45-minute sequence that was no apparently way. shot and animatic but not fully animated they didn't spend the money to actually finish it uh digitally oh and wow everything so uh it'll be interesting to see if that ever gets revealed maybe as a bonus on something but i'd love to see that because that movie it it would have been hard for that movie to be longer but right worth it i think to see him ravage xandar because that was like the whole point of guardians of the galaxy when they saved it from the power stone uh, yeah dance off that save the universe so i i i hope they release some part of it there was yeah. there was a, i back when i was buying dvds hmm. this was a while ago hmm. um and i joe Wait, i don't know if i i don't know if i ever showed you this but on 28 days later there was a alternate ending from a certain point of the movie hmm. that they just storyboarded out but they ended up doing the storyboards with this really like great like voiceover of mm. the characters and everything and it was one of the most like fascinating watches i've watched it maybe like five or six times and it's uh, I like i don't it was... remember that i don't think we either dude if i can didn't if show I... it to me or i totally forgot it okay if Which i can find it possible. i'll send if, <laughs> if i can find it somewhere i'll send it to you because it's a fascinating watch and like mm. I didn't think watching storyboards and voiceover would be that exciting to watch, but it is. So, like, I hope some version of this gets released somehow, somewhere. Yeah, it soon. looks like it exists on Vimeo, and it looks like YouTube, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Right on. Very cool. Um, let's see. D -d 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 Deadpool 3 cast another major X-Men hero. So we got the word that um, Stefan is coming back as Colossus from Deadpool 2 and 1. And then also uh, Marina Baccarin is coming yeah. back uh, as Vanessa. So that'll be cool to see them back in that. Uh, I really hope they bring back uh, Super Negasonic Teenage Warhead. and Oh, yeah. Oh, what was the girl with the electric whips from the second one? Yukio. <laughs> oh right. I want to see all of them again because they're, they're mm -hmm. um I need to watch that movie again, actually. I love those. Uh let's see. Disney's uh X-Men reboot gets discouraging release date update. Boo. So X-Men 97 was supposed to come out this fall. It looks like it's getting rumored to be getting pushed into 2024 undisclosed time. So oh, I'm not poof. sure why. Yeah, super bummer because I've been hard jonesing for this. I'm gonna have to go through and watch the the series because apparently it's supposed to pick off pick up right where the um, the original cartoon left off so okay see what happens that'll be cool uh, Marvel teased its own upcoming Comic Con event so AvengerCon is going to be a thing nice AvengerCon <laughs> from the game yeah it's going to actually be a thing so um, they might redo the name obviously to be more a little more inclusive but uh, right they're talking seriously about having their own Comic Con level marvel event uh which makes a ton of sense yeah uh, it'd be cool to get all that stuff under one roof you know games and tv and movies and all that stuff um right 
That's really, really smart. Um, let's see. James Gunn teases Marvel DC crossover possibility now that he's a studio exec. So it was really, this is a really cool quote, actually. So Gunn noted how there's always a possibility for that to happen, but the focus right now is on making each of the respective universes as strong as possible, obviously. So quote, yeah. I think there's always the possibility of that. I think that'd be a fun thing for fans to see. I do think it's just about grabbing, grounding the universes now, but he's also very close friends and he talks all the time with Kevin Feige. So he, he explained, also explained how while there is some rivalry between the superhero companies, they both have the same goal to embolden the movie-going experience. Uh, it, they've done this very successfully a few times in comic book history, a few times not so successfully, uh, <laughs> considering the state of animation and special effects and the superhero genre. I, I guarantee you this will happen. I just hope it isn't like the the moment where it jumps a shark yeah <laughs> you know yeah um, we'll see because this is so it's super saturated as far as the market goes people are burned out on it but uh the the super comic book nerds i think are still here for all that stuff yeah uh, <laughs> yeah especially when it becomes to their respective universes so yeah uh yeah that's really all i grabbed from april there's a lot so okay i know there's okay. definitely I missed, but uh, yeah. Still, no. Um. Okay, so uh, let's move on to my segment, and I, I've been, I've never really enjoyed the name of my segment. So uh, until I think of a better thing, <laughs> a better name for it, mm. I'm just going to call it "shit." You should be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Why you didn't like streaming service, which sounds like a golden shower pay to play. <laughs> Right. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like I just wasn't, you know, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, and I was having, I like, I listened to myself say it on the podcast and I just like, it never sounded right. So she gives the best streaming service. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> there are stuff. <laughs> sorry, no, no, that's okay. It's okay. Um, anyway, so uh, shit, you should be watching. Here we go. Uh, the Ark on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an interesting show because, uh, like, there's no huge name attached. Uh, I don't know that there's source material for it. There might be. Um, but man, it's a good show. Like, it was one of those shows where uh, after the first show, you're like, it's oh, not terrible, but we'll give it the, the three-show watch, right? Every show, mm-hmm. you give it three shows. It's not good by the third show. You can probably let it go. Yeah. Uh, after the third show, we were hooked. <laughs> Jamie and I love this show. It is a uh, sort of immediate watch for us after it comes out uh, on Wednesday nights. And the season one finale is happening this week. Um, so it's um, uh, essentially the earth is screwed and they are sending out uh, massive arcs to the next nearby habitable planet and um uh you know just like any any sort of like uh long voyage they're asleep something bad happens they need Mm -hmm. to wake up and they need to um fix shit (laughs) well yeah fix stuff we thought it was going to be like this weird like oh that's something wrong with the ship every week episode it is it's not that thankfully and uh but one of the cool things that they do is uh, one of the th- one of the sections that gets damaged, and this is, happens in the first ten minutes of the show, so I'm not giving anything away. 
is the entire command deck of where all the command people were sleeping gets wiped out. So the blue screen of death. Awesome. So, yeah. So like highest ranking officer on the ship now is like a lieutenant, you know, that was sort of forced into the position and they're they're trying to figure everything out and trying to to get everything going. So it's is it's a like the I mean the graphics, this is a sci-fi show. Eh, you know, they could be a lot better, but um still it's a solid watch the writing's really good and it's i think it's it's a like i said it's a it's a night of watch for us when it comes out um gotham knights on the cw this is one of those shows that i as soon as i saw the trailer i'm just like oh that no i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> like this is probably not never gonna a night song in the back of my head right now oh yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> But no, I just didn't think I was going to give it the time. I, and so we were, were watching Superman and Lois, which is fantastic, by the way. Uh, see, I think they're in season three right now. We're a couple episodes in, and it's it's still really good. But then we saw that this was coming up afterwards, right? And they, so Jamie and I decided to give it a shot. And again, three-episode watch, right? You got to give it three episodes. First episode, we were just like, all right, that's kind of, okay that's a They're, great look i wish people could see the look You're like all right yeah why does it smell like baby shit here? <laughs> right. no and so and so it was funny because they're not they're 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 not focusing on any lore right they're they're sort of they're adjusting the lore sort of to their writing so they're not really using like their they're referencing there are some established characters in the DC universe that are there, right? But the the uh, the main cast of the show are completely new people to to the universe. So uh, and it, so it's like throwing all of like throwing everything you know about Batman sort of out the window, right? You're you're good watching this show. So it was funny. <laughs> first first show we were just like oh. We'll give it another shot second show i this is i i said this to jamie said i don't love it but i don't hate it <laughs> it's like i <laughs> it's I american cheese <laughs> right no exactly like i don't not like this show <laughs> you know <laughs> um, rolling over. it's not the no, last right. of us but it's yeah. not the worst of us <laughs> right exactly Great. yeah no, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Church, uh, for that double negative. Um, so uh, by the third show, we were just like, no, this ain't bad. <laughs> this is pretty damn good. So, uh, so question. Yeah. This is on my radar just because of Misha Collins. Okay. <laughs> on that front, should I, uh, should hold I on. watch who, it or not? <laughs> who... Guess Castiel from Supernatural is supposed to be in Gotham Knights, I believe. Oh, yeah. So oh, uh, so this is funny. Yeah. So uh um he plays Harvey Dent. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. Um I just it's so funny because he looks so much like Ben McKenzie who just got off of Gotham playing uh Jim Gordon, right? <laughs> so I just I thought it was really funny that they cast an actor that looks a lot like Ben McKenzie playing Harvey Dent. <laughs> but 
other than that, they and they just introduced the two-face aspect of his character. They're not doing a traditional sort of take on two-face, which is cool. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say. Okay, damn it, I'm watching it. <laughs> yeah. No, get, so for me, very, <laughs> yeah, he's very he's very green in the first few episodes, but I think Jamie and I are in episode four, episode five right now, and they are really starting to ramp up his storyline. So, and it's it's like it's it's, it's a very interesting take on Two Face, and it's it's got a. I sense. can't even imagine him as. I I, I can kind uh, of imagine him as Two Face, but. <laughs> so they're they're not they're not necessarily doing. It's it's. It, as as Gotham was realized in a, it, like a more real sort of Gotham and less comic booky, you know, mm-hmm. Th- this is painting that picture as well. So again, don't when I say Two Face, there, don't think of it as a as traditional Tommy Lee Jones like. Yeah, you don't know. expect. Yeah, d- yeah, don't expect half and half. Expect something yeah. a little uh, different. Uh, yeah. So, but it's. Like I said, it's a solid watch. If you have any a, a affinity for Gotham as a whole, it's it's done really well. The girl playing the Joker's daughter uh, is really good. She's nutty and crazy. But yeah, the little group that forms to become the Knights of Gotham is it's again. It, I think it's it's put together really well. And they're doing a Court of Owls uh, storyline to start Ooh, off. Cool. Yeah. Which has been the the underlying. So uh, Bruce Wayne bites it in the very first episode with thrown out of Wayne Tower. Spoilers, uh, gosh! First ten minutes. First ten <laughs> minutes. Uh, wearing his, wearing just like a business suit, but then the bat mask, and then has a uh, a Owls coin on him, and that starts the whole the whole thing. So. All right, that's all I'm gonna say about Gotham Knights. If you get a chance, watch it. It's again, it's pretty good. We're on. I think we're in episode six coming up this week. Um, sit down, guys, for a second. I'm sorry to put you through this, but I got to talk Star Trek Picard for a little bit. Season three. Um, if you have any sort of love for Star Trek: The Next Generation. Stop what you're doing and watch Star Trek Picard season three. You don't need Hard to watch. Pass. Hard pass. You kidding. don't don't need to watch season one and season two. You can start with season three and you Good will get know. you will get caught up. There are elements where things may be a little confusing, but you'll get they'll they explain it enough for you. Um, this season of Picard is a love letter to the next generation. Now, when they initially came out and said that they were going to do a Star Trek Picard series, uh, the one thing that brought uh, Patrick Stewart back was that it wasn't going to be a continuation of the next generation. It was going to be sort of a separate story. This being the final season of Picard, they have kind of, Interested, they have worked in the the next generation cast without it necessarily being a continuation of the final bit of uh where they landed 
um, at the end of the series. Now, what they're doing, like good Star Trek always does, is they focus on an episode, a really good episode of um, my cat decided to come say hi. Um, sorry. <laughs> Why does your cat look like Toothless from How to Train a Dragon? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, bat wings for sure. I know. Right. We got her little bat wings for Halloween. She did not like this. Um, she's a cat. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. She's a cat. She doesn't like stuff on her. Um, anyway. They um, they're focusing on the um, the best of, the uh, best of both worlds episodes where John, um, Picard turns into uh, Locutus of Borg. And they're they're running a very deep seed, deep seated sort of uh, storyline within that. So there's a lot of first contact notes, uh, which was the best next generation movie um, by far, I think. And um, they have pulled out sort of all the slots, and and the finale is this week. Um, they're even showing the finale in IMAX studio like imax cinemas awesome. uh yeah <laughs> trying so hard the closest one we have is 44 miles away uh a little bit too far of a drive on a on a thursday night but um cameos from the next generation are th- so many in here just for this uh again all of the main cast without the with the notable exception of will wheaton who's still running the after show, thank God, um, on this. And then uh, some great additions, as always. Uh, Amanda Plummer plays uh, the villain for the first half of the season, which she's just incredible. Uh, Todd Stashwick plays the sort of salty captain of the USS Titan that gets uh, appropriated for use (laughs) by uh, uh, John Luke and uh, William Riker. The Next Generation cast, looks fantastic and is fantastic in this uh also uh misha burton lavar's burton lavar burton's daughter plays his daughter in this that's so awesome (laughs) i love that it's it's so great um and so uh this it's i I can't like i'm gonna say something that will probably get me thrown off of this podcast but anyway (laughs) so we're we're and it's funny that that this is that they've sort of come out week to week uh and this you know this year in particular we're getting new star wars and new star trek uh new star wars on wednesday new star trek on thursday nights right uh and they're both sort of hearkening back to older stories that have been told, but are being not necessarily retold, but are being expanded upon right now. Um, I hate to say that I'm more excited for Thursday nights than I have been for Wednesday nights. I mean, obviously, you're a Star Trek fanboy, like I'm a Marvel no, right. fanboy. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but there's just there's just something about the season. I would be like. I'll, and I want to just send a really great uh, shout out to my friend Hera, who I have been uh, talking Picard with uh, recently because she's just as excited about Picard as I am. And we have uh, 
uh, we have adopted the the holy shit text as to not to uh, disturb anybody who has been who has not seen it yet. So obviously, if you haven't nice. seen it yet, all you need to do is text holy shit Picard right. to know that you're missing a <laughs> a incredible episode and you need to watch it as soon as possible. So um, is that where we failed with you, Joven? We didn't holy shit Mando. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got the holy shit. It was just uh, yeah. the cards didn't align on that one. <laughs> right. We're going to um, timestamp your uh, critical role consumption. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I actually have a life <laughs> outside yeah. from all that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, here, uh, like I said, Star Trek Picard season three is sort of everything a Star Trek fan wanted out of Star Trek, there's a, a sort of finality to the the next generation storyline, if you will, uh, and more. So, um, wow. Uh, on that note, I just heard today that we're getting a uh, Star Trek Section 31 movie, which is basically Star Trek Secret Service with Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Reprising, reprising her role as, uh, um, as the captain from Discovery. So that's going to be incredible. Um, uh, so yeah, Star Trek Picard. Again, if you have any affinity for the next generation, watch this because you're missing out on some of the best Star Trek that has ever been told. Um, on that note, uh, I can get off my, <laughs> my Star Trek podium <laughs> and... Uh, we can start talking about uh, the two movies that uh, two thirds of us have seen. <laughs> ridiculous! Like, we're going to give you partial review, understanding, <laughs> highlights uh, ish. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I know that we've that, that uh, Joe, you brought up Critical Role. So um, I, I kind of want to discuss Dungeons and Dragons first, if that's okay. Go for it. Okay. Nate, uh, I've been talking for a while, nah. and 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 you are as an active D and -er, mm -hmm. I want to get your thoughts because I know that you weren't that excited about this movie coming out to begin with. Well, cautiously optimistic is mm -hmm. would be giving it a little too much credit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, anyone who knows knows. All every D and D movie before this has been has just been terrible. awful. Right. Yeah, and not, and not like intentionally slapsticky, like Your Highness or something like that. Right. It's been yeah. awful. Uh, and you know, Jeremy Irons aside, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been terrible. Um, no, I was pleasantly surprised. I was actually really shocked at how much I liked it. I really want to see it again, actually, to try to catch a lot of the things that I missed. Um, there's yeah. so many great videos breaking down all the different oh you know, yeah little, little hidden things. But my favorite moment is basically the beginning of the movie, and obviously we're going to be spoiling things here. But yeah, um, you find out that the main character, played by Chris Pine, was a Harper at one point in time, which is the secret society that basically is trying to uh, prevent world-ending calamities and defeat evil across the, the continent. Uh, and funny yeah. enough, that's Addie's middle name is Harper. Uh -huh. And that's why, actually. Um, no way, really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Well, uh, that's... <laughs> it was a... 
trying to figure out the middle name, saw it in a magazine and suggested it and got the thumbs up. And while I was <laughs> like, at the same time, I'm like, it's a dandy thing too. Oh my God. It's like a dandy thing. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to figure out, I want to get, a, I've been wanting to get a tattoo, like an Eddie theme tattoo for a really long time, but I'm oh, sure want it to be like super cheesy. Like it's her, you know, her, you know, astrological sign with her birthday in it or something like that, which would still be fine. But yeah. Um, but I'm, I want to get, I have a very stylized version of the Harper symbol uh, mm-hmm. from one of my old D and D books that I think I want to get done. That'll be yeah. really cool. But anyway, so that was, I was pleasantly surprised and we saw this movie with Addie and her best friend <laughs> and uh, Annie and her two of her boys. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sitting next to Addie. And as soon as that storyline starts explaining itself, I'm like, ah, ah, like poking her in the shoulder. So yeah. Anyway, that's super great. Fun. Um, yeah. It's, it's, hmm. It's a really fun fantasy adventure set in a very um, fan-serviced, filled mm-hmm. uh, fantasy D&D world, basically. It's the Forgotten yeah. Realms, which is the main D&D world, and they show, like, there's this whole map flyover at the beginning, and I'm, like, telling Addy, oh, my God, that's where the th- that's such book I read to you was, and oh, my God, that's such and such. Um, so they do a really good job of, like uh giving you all the fan service but not requiring any of it not requiring any pre-knowledge of DD. it's really just a fun fantasy romp is really the right. best way to say it yeah. um chris pine is perfect in this role i i was really kind of like really <laughs> i think he's gonna mail it in he doesn't really mail it in he's no like, he was dancing on and singing in certain parts and yeah like, ironically with the loot but then also fighting and stuff um, the characters are all great. Michelle Rodriguez is awesome as the barbarian. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of cameos that I don't know if we should spoil, but oh my God, the cameos <laughs> are perfectly timed yeah. and pretty amazing. Um, Hugh Grant actually kind of mailed it in a little bit, but also kind of didn't. I think yeah. he did a pretty good job. Um, kind of standout characters for me were the two kind of lesser knowns. Uh, the I'm trying to remember the names. Um did it at justice smith although he's not really lesser known and right. sophia lillis uh as the tiefling. the sorcerer and the tiefling yeah, yeah um druid respectively i thought they were really good and then also like the main bad chicky uh daisy head as sofina she was creepy oh yeah and there was some there was actually some really dark moments in this like darker than i expected yeah. moments um but then also just some amazing slapstick like the you know, uh, speak with dead spell, which is legitimately, that's, oh, man, how, that that's so how it works in a legitimate D and D world where you get five questions. Yeah. And, and of course you kind of knew where it was headed, where you know, right. they're talking yeah. to each other and the thing's responding like, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like long story short, Joe, they have to try and find this artifact. And so they go to this battlefield with this speak with dead spell. You get five questions from one dead thing and then it dies forever and you can't, use the spell on it again so they're at a battlefield with all these corpses just going around to different coffins popping them open talking to different people like <laughs> oh i think i remember it was over there and then and so yeah. the the catch is if you don't ask the fifth question the thing just sits there waiting for the fifth question in the yeah. death <laughs> just like sitting up and so 
by the time they get they're getting fed up with it, they just start asking random questions at the end yeah. to finish the five questions. They're like, what's two plus two? I'm bad at math. And it dies. <laughs> the, so uh, yeah, the very first the very first guy they resurrect though, mm-hmm. I love that they that they, you know, because they're trying to figure out how to use it and like, mm-hmm. wait, that counts as a question? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're talking so to each good. other and the corpse is answering because it's yeah. Um, they did a really good job with some of the beasts. Uh, there wasn't enough uh, of certain ones, but holy fat dragon. Oh, man. That sequence Joban, was you're, so good. Yeah, I guarantee you're going to want a fat dragon plushie after you see this. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. the commercials don't really do it justice. Like, no. it's in it quite a bit. Um, and uh, Thunder, Thunder Chard, Ember Chard, I forget the name of the dragon. But um, yeah. basically, it's, it has devoured so much that it's it's pudgy it can't really fly right. and it's just it's rolling Aww. down hills of bones and coins right to yeah, crush people. yeah it trips over the thing i was just like oh, oh god, god that's that was so great yeah um but it's i mean ultimately his last layer <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> ultimately it's it's a really kind of it's just a fun fantasy romp that has uh, a lot of fan service and a lot of uh, kind of cheesy jokes, but also some really kind of poignant moments. And overall, it's just a fun movie. And um, unfortunately, it's it's pretty like derivative of your typical like fantasy tropes. But that yeah. was the point. And I think they yeah. kind of gave you, they kind of hinted at that on purpose, so you knew what to expect. So you yeah. basically go in expecting exactly what they delivered, which is why it's so damn successful. Like it's still at it's at ninety percent fresh on the tomato meter from the from the um critics and 93 yeah. percent audience score with over 2500 verified ratings it's yeah yeah it's fun it's super fun yeah uh, yeah for for someone who doesn't have a, sort of a, a richer D background uh like both of you i like i said I, I i loved it i thought it was great um and just from that just from that sort of point of view, like it, it appealed to me in a way that I could see it appealing to the general public, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, like I, the things that I did like appreciate were sort of those little nuance. Uh, I thought the paladin was like, was perfect. Uh, like, page, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't like need his... <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, literally every line he delivers w- is just like on point for the character, and yeah, and like very great. And so like holier than thou, yeah, yeah. So um, I d- I just thought that was that whole aspect of it, and and again, I I thought I thought the, the story that they were telling in this world I thought was really good and was really well done. Um, but uh, yeah, I I totally dug it. I thought it was great. I you know yeah it was it again you know you walk out of the theater at least for me sometimes asking yourself if it was if it was worth the money you know to go see it and i didn't have that thought at all walking out we loved it and i was worth the theater watch no totally yeah 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 just just for some of those bigger than life sequences Right when I they're think. in the underdark or in the yeah the what's yeah. the dwarven the whatever the lava place is where Thumberchard lives or whatever right. it's yeah. just visually stunning yeah really oh well yeah so and and they it didn't 
like they didn't skimp on the effects at all either i thought it was no they yeah. went pretty hard with the effects like they did a great job with the displacer beasts in the maze and then the gelatinous cube and the mimic that was the <laughs> yes. chest and yeah they did a good job with that and then even joe do you remember in because you went through the underdark uh, adventures with critical role at the beginning did they mm -hmm. have to fight intellective hours and in that at all like the brains uh, with what? legs the brain dogs with legs are called intellect devourers. Uh, no, they had um. They had mind flares and they mind had flares and uh, beholder, I think, and a bunch the of beholder stuff. and then the right. little like the little weird brain things. I think that was the yeah. I think this was yeah. the brain things. The, oh, yeah. The, so yeah. So yeah. Basically, basically, they're called oh, intellect devourers, and they go after okay. the most intelligent beings, and then basically eat the brains and replace themselves into the brain cavities and puppet the critters. And there's this whole just silly scene where they're in the, on this high ledge overlooking Menzo Renzen in the underdark and these three brains with legs, they're fucking nasty in the actual D and D campaign. Just to start walking towards them on this ledge. And they're like, Oh God, it, it attacks the things with the most intellect and it's just a it's you know what's going to happen they just walk yeah. on by it's like a, yeah. <laughs> it's like a family of them just walk by them don't even pay them any attention and you're like well i don't know whether to be insulted or relieved <laughs> like, yeah well that oh, doesn't pine just say oh man well that's hurtful <laughs> yeah something like that yeah <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> but yeah oh. good times yeah. yeah yeah um okay uh with that <laughs> Let's uh let's move into Mario. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> uh Joe. What do you think of Mario? Okay, I feel bad for everybody that was in the theater with me on this. <laughs> so I went with I went to this with Mousy and her seven-year-old kid. Uh-huh. Sorry. Um, but we were cackling. <laughs> so bad through this whole movie like everybody else was silent for the most part and we're like because ah! <laughs> like we both played mario forever and right like she, like she immediately was like we're going and i'm like okay yeah we're going <laughs> and it was hilarious it was fun it was like awesome i was a little like the first part of the movie where it was like Mario in the real, real world, I was like, oh, this is lame. Yeah. Let's get to the good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once he got into the Mushroom Kingdom, I'm like, yes, this is perfect. Yeah. I love this movie. <laughs> it was so awesome. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I, th I think this was done really well. Uh, I, Chris Pratt's voice didn't, it didn't bug me that much. I, I thought it would bug me more. I It, it wasn't. It didn't bug me. It freaked me out because it was seriously like Billy Crystal. Yeah. It's all I heard. Yeah. I was like, that's so weird. Right. And right. like even Massey like hit me. She's like, is that Billy Crystal? And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was done. I, again, I thought this was done really well. I thought it was, I thought it was a good, it was a very good, you know, like, <laughs> Except, except uh, the uh, the Pedro Pascal uh, SNL trailer aside, you know, <laughs> like you can't. I I think I think Mario exists for animation yeah. and this type of movie. 
it, they, they it, did it really right. Yeah, it does. I don't. I don't think it will ever translate into a live action anything. No. Right. Yeah. Um, they did you, perfect fan service for like. Well, I you know I will say this. It's 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 a love letter to if you've played all the Mario games, if you're into yeah Nintendo as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, like. You're going to love this movie if you've played like Mario Party, Donkey Kong, uh, Mario Kart. If yeah. you're into all of that, you're going to love this movie so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I mean, they really and not just necessarily, you know, it's not just necessarily a, a, a movie set in the Mario world and, you know, going over any sort of storyline, but uh, I, I mean, it is, it, it does take you on sort of your journey with Mario as well, you know, and uh, especially when they're doing the training sequence with mm -hmm. him and the princess, oh, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, you have to go through the levels a hundred times to get it right. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> like, I just thought I I thought that was really funny. Like I really appreciated that part because it was like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. I had to do this. This is same. how it feels playing the game. You're playing the game, do, yeah. you're gonna have to make the same jump thirty times until you actually nail it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So I I totally appreciated that part of it. Um. Uh. Yeah. And then uh, man, Jack Black is Bowser. Oh man. Like so, you know, like it's, there's some times where he just goes like a little too over the top. You know, but mm -hmm. uh, like he was perfect here. Yeah, he was great. And uh, God damn, I can't get the song out of my head. I can't <laughs> get the song right out of my head. Oh my god! Yeah, Nate, go watch this. <laughs> go, yeah, go check it out if you can. Once, once the back, like, do the five dollar Tuesday if you have to. Just go yeah, <laughs> it's such it's such a solid watch. You won't be upset with it, and it's it's good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of Easter eggs. I, I mean, yeah, literal Easter eggs. Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, his song debuted on the Hot 100. <laughs> right. No, yeah. Either on the Hot 100. And it's right in my head. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it maybe... was funny. Uh, so after the movie, like, like we get out of the theater, and my friend's like six, seven year old daughter was like, "Can we go back home and play Mario?" And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like my heart kind of broke a little bit because I was like, "No, we have stuff to do." But God, damn it, that's yeah. all I wanted to do is go home and play Mario. <laughs> oh man! So uh, right out of so there's a a. a one of the redeeming factors of Salem, Oregon right now is right downtown. There's a movie theater called the Cinnabar and it's, it's the ones where you can order, you know, food and booze during the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Um, but they put a Mario brothers arcade cabinet right outside of the theater. What? And so, so, Xander was like, "Oh, Daddy, can we play this?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's play this. Let's do this, right?" And so, yes, of course, <laughs> right? No, yes, yes, young one, learn, learn, right? And so, anyway, uh, teaching him how to play it, and, and we're we're he's Mario, I'm Luigi. We're getting like we we both died very quickly in the very first round, 
second round, we we got to uh, I want to say the crabs, and then Xander lost, and then I went on a tear, <laughs> got through like the second or third ice level, and then I died. But then I I got the top score in the uh, on the cabinet, which was cool. <laughs> So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, last clip, last clip. right. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, it, I mean, it, no. It, it's again such a good movie, such a great watch. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, uh, just because I, I don't know that the trailers didn't necessarily paint paint the uh, at least for me didn't paint a, a good sort of like it. Just, it just seemed like Mario like everywhere you know like the trailer mm -hmm. did that I, I didn't think it was going to be as good as it ended up being for me so and i, I didn't either because like honestly yeah. i had i really wasn't going to go watch it until like my friend was like no, oh yeah i'm going to watch this and i'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah and uh yeah we made yeah, it we were both just lot. dying <laughs> we were in the parking lot on sunday to go see it at veranda and that's when my back went out on me so <laughs> i had to limp home and didn't miss the movie uh fandango also wouldn't give me a refund because i was sitting in their support queue for like 10 minutes and then the showtime elapsed and oh. so they're like sorry sir uh after the showtime starts we're and i've called everybody i've written emails like there's oh like, man write off 40 dollars worth of movie tickets and never use you know they're again. you know they're waiting for you Right, like they say, you can see it. Oh, Nate Tussie on line three, mm -hmm. showtime at one o'clock. We're gonna answer his call at one o one. There was literally <laughs> there were seven people ahead of us, and then there were four people for like ten minutes, almost six minutes or something oh, like that. Oh man! By the time we got somebody on the the fucking chat, it was yeah too late on their end. Yeah, yeah, really fucking bullshit. Fuck Fandango. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, any any more on Mario Joe? Mm, no, I think I'm no, good. No. Yeah, just right. go watch it. If you have any affinity for Mario at all yeah. in any capacity, yeah. go watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's again, it's it's such a solid watch. It's really good. All right. I have a quick uh I have a quick little gaming thing to bring up. Uh oh, sure. and this is yeah, this is and this is weird. So uh the family uh has been gaming co-op for the last month. For the last hour of the night before Xander goes to bed. We have discovered this game called Unrailed. Have you guys heard about this? Mm -mm. All right. Uh, so Unrailed, you are, um, it's a, it, you're building train tracks to get the train to the station. You got to cut through trees. You got to cut through walk. You have to make the tracks on the train to get the train through. Uh, Xander found this game. He's looking for a new game to play. And uh, I, I sat down and played it with him. You can have, you can play cross platform, which is good. Right. Uh, and you can have people come in, you know, you can play online with people. And it is such a highly addictive, <laughs> fun game. Uh, where, and they, you have, you know, like you're, you're going through a forest to, to begin with, but then, like you can go underwater or you can go through the wild west or you can go through the snow 
right? And each sort of biome presents its own little, um, you know, challenges and everything. Um, you can get to space and and build in space, and you have little jetpacks, and you're flying through everything. It's just, it's it's such a fun, addictive game. Like we're gonna play after we hang up here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name uh, again? It's called Unrailed. All right. It should be a pretty cheap game. It's it's like it's such a simple game, but it's so fun. I just like chopping trees and mining the rocks to get the iron to build the, you know, to build the stuff. Xander likes making the tracks and and building everything. And then Jamie's sort of support for either, <laughs> which is great. So we all have our little jobs. And then you can upgrade your train to, um, you know, to do different things, to, to hold more resources, uh, to build tracks faster and everything and um it, it's it's such a fun game if you guys if you guys get the chance to check it out just to play a demo because there was a demo available uh before we bought it and it it just it took you through i think the first two biomes it was free on the epic game store last year so the question oh, really? is did i remember to grab it <laughs> <laughs> don't know yeah uh it's so it's so much fun Check it out. It's 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 a lot. Of, it's, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. What? Okay, I have been informed by my son that it is twenty dollars currently on uh, on uh, that stuff. So, uh, thank you, Xander. Yeah, you're welcome. He should be uh, in the shower, <laughs> but he is not. <laughs> um, do we have anything else? No. Any other any other tidbits? I don't think so. Oh, watch Ted Lasso. It's amazing this season. Oh, you haven't okay. had a chance to watch it yet. It's really good. Uh, Annie came over yesterday and kind of took care of me all day, and we mainlined the five episodes that were available. <laughs> yeah, I watched um, the pilot uh, really a couple weeks ago, and it was really good. So, you haven't watched Ted Lasso? No. Oh my God! <laughs> Come Whoa. on, Andy. Whoa. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Is this going to be the next thing on our list in all caps? <laughs> Fucking Ted Lasso. Yeah, there yes. you go. Jesus there you go. Christ. Uh, did you guys watch the Tetris movie? No. No, I heard that was really good. It's on my list, dude. It's so good. I've heard it's really it. good. It's yeah. oh, it's very good. Yeah. Nice. No, nice. not not what you expect out of a. Uh, out of a, yep. uh, but it's dude, it's solid. yeah. I heard it's it's like a fun thriller type. It is, you know, no, like it, edge of your seat stuff. Yeah. yeah, right on. All right, uh, nothing else. No, I think I'm good. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, what did you guys think of the Dungeons and Dragons movie? If you saw it, what did you guys think of Mario? If you saw it, uh, next time, Rum and Regret, we're going to be talking Mandalorian. Uh, so, uh, be prepared for that because it will probably have some very, uh, uh, some very heated discussion over, uh, over oh, Star Wars. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh anyway, my. Oh my. Uh, let us know what you guys thought of the D and D movie. Let us know what you thought of the Mario movie. Again, you can find us on the socials at, uh, Facebook, uh, rum and regret podcast on Twitter at rum underscore regret. Uh, Nate, where can they find you? 
Sure, Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. Joe, where can they find you? At Joe Chickadee or on all the socials or at JoeChickadee.com. Uh, you can find me at Andrew Drake on Twitter, uh, at Crazy Drake on Facebook. And until the next time, we have spoken. Peaches, 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 peaches. You're the worst. That was going to be my closer. Peaches, peaches, peaches. And it's peaches, 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 peaches. You haven't even seen the movie, Nick. I love you. You're not allowed. I watched the video. You're not allowed. That's why it would have been such a great closer. God damn it. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit